Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. Welcome to episode 493 of the Paranoid School Rock Show. My name's Armitage and over the course of the next hour, give or take, I'll be playing your music that you should hear on the radio, but don't. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight I am convinced we're living in a generation where the singers have sold their soul to Satan. We're dealing with a spiritual power. That is greater than anybody in here. It's not just music. It's not just radios. And it's not just stereos. And it's not just speakers in the back of your car. There's a satanic force behind it that's after your soul. And you listen to me real careful. You know good and well a song that talks about drinking liquor and cussing and going with somebody you ain't married to is not right. You know that. God, help us. God, have mercy on this generation. I do. 
Johnny Thunders with Pipeline and his classic You Can't Put Your Arms Around a Memory taken from the So Alone double album that as you know if you listen to last week's show has just been reissued on Remarkable Records it's going to be a fourth and final Johnny Thunders 1978 release from Remarkable Records later in the year in the form of if memory serves me well the two previously released 10 inches on CD with the addition of alternative and or unreleased tracks with a comprehensive 
booklet to boot. Uh, I have remembered that it was Pedro Mercedes who was the head honcho of the aforementioned record label. That was with Tom of the Phobics at the Half Moon when I saw Class 76 and Headline Maniac a couple of weeks ago. He is someone, after speaking to for five minutes, you know has a genuine passion for music. I know the Dam's Chiswick output got reissued on 180 gram vinyl with the additional B-sides etc by Pilly of the Devil's Jukebox a number of years ago. However, it'd be great if some unreleased Dam stuff got the remarkable treatment. I know, partly my fault, that there is a tonne of unreleased Dam material freely available on the interwebs, but I still do have an 8-track 1-inch master tape from RMS that has on it demos for strawberries. 9-track in all. Uh, with such titles in reverse order as Slow Number, Captain's Tune, Brucey, Status Quo Number, Phil Spectre, Buggles, Public Hanging, Link, Disco Man, Dozen Girls, Bonzo, and Track One is just Track One. Pedro, expect a call shortly. Here's a damned with the single version of History of the World Part One that was produced by Hans Zimmer. I wonder whatever happened to him.
Bright on some new music and those Helsinki vampires. The 69 Eyes have a brand new album out via Nuclear Blast on the 22nd of April. That's this month. Called Universal Monster. The album was produced by Johnny Lee Michaels, who last worked with the band on their 2002 album and six Paris Kills. Jetfighter Plane was the first track to be lifted from the album and has sort of like a Billy Idol meets Danzig feel about it and sounds, uh, well, pretty much like this. We interrupt our programming. This is a national emergency.
straight after 69 Eyes, you heard Crow Dancers with Shadow Serpent. I have to say that Crow Dancers aren't normally the kind of music that I play on Paranoid School Rock Show. The only reason I did, although to be honest I did enjoy it, was because the bass comes courtesy of 1KT Glitz, who I've known since 1987, when he played with me in Howling Mad. Uh, We lost touch for a great number of years, but thanks to social media we hooked up again and I've been following the bands that he has lent his considerable talent to ever since. It's funny, he's gone from UK hardcore to glam, to goth, but with crow dancers, I think he's finally found his natural home. This is the next best thing to being a Native American 500 years ago. I'm not going to insult the band by getting what they're on about wrong, so if you want to find out more, nip over to crowdancers.com where you can find out what's what. If you believe everything you read on the interwebs, Axel Rose is going to be taking over vocal duties in ACDC. Some of the sites are obviously spoof, but make for hilarious reading, especially the comments some people have made. I think it worked well. We shall see. A band that have recently lost their singer are the members with Nick Tesco stepping away from the rigours of being in a band. Nick was spotted at the Class of 76 gig where members guitarist Nigel Bennett is currently moonlighting. Changing the subject very quickly, with a name like Class of 76, it must have been pretty obvious to all concerned that the band would be playing songs from that era. Not to me. I only heard Burning Me Up uh, and I thought I'll be listening to a set of originals, so I was surprised and initially disappointed by a set of semi-covers that was put before me. I say semi-covers as nearly all the tracks played were from, like, you know, each member of the band had a hand in. Uh, No damn, though. I was tempted to cheekily shout out for Hit or Miss, which Eddie in the Hot Rolls demoed before Paul Gray took it with himself to the damned. And if Barry Masters ever thought about taking up a career in acting, he'd make a great relative of Ian Bill in EastEnders. As the set progressed, my reservations vanished. Class of 76 are just four blokes with a rich musical heritage blasting out some just for the hell of it. What's not to like? Where were we? Oh, yeah, <laughs> the members. Uh, instead of in- recruiting a new vocalist, J.C. Carroll has stepped up to the mic with guitar in hand, leaving the band as a four-piece, completed by Chris Payne, the aforementioned Nigel Bennett, with Nick Cash on drums. The band will, for better or worse, always be remembered for their sounds of the suburb 7-inch. However, the band are still releasing albums, the latest being the long-awaited fifth album, One Law, which takes large bites out of the establishment in a brilliant English downbeat kind of way. It's not all like that, though, as uh, Chelsea Agro proves. The track I'm going to play you for your delectation, though, is Robin Hood in reverse. When you Girl says you're fabulous And they tell me she should know Cause her brother went to school with you Not so long ago You're a wizard in communications A sorcerer of spin With your very useful talents In the sharp pond you swim in Though they toast you in high places in the hovels I hear them curse They got a special name for you
From your penthouse in the city To your yacht in the south of France Your financial acumen Is massively enhanced The way you champion the super rich And demonize the poor It won't be long before the song could up Knocking on your door Cause there's a special place in hell Swine up house somewhere worse For the man they call If you ordered physical copies, Johnny Moped's It's a Real Cool Baby album was released. Uh, it's getting some fantastic reviews, as it should, with Johnny holding court in various magazines online, in Fear and Loathing, and in hard copy form, Vive Le Rock. Also, in uh, Vive Le Rock is a great interview with Bernie Tormey. This leads me to my first gig faux part of this year. The Squirrel Line bumped into Chris Hillman, bassist with Bernie and also Shark Island and Fly, at the Choir Boys Hardcore Superstar gig at the Islington Academy on the 25th. As the conversation developed, he asked if we'd be seeing Bernie down in Horsham on the 23rd. To which the squirrel said, of course. Unfortunately, I'm seeing Johnny Moped at the Lexington that day. Now, I did tell the squirrel that the Moped gig was the day after on the 24th. I even wrote both gigs in my diary on said dates. Of course, I realise that the 24th is Captain's birthday and not the Moped gig. Uh, it's a busy weekend. What with St George's Day, Palace playing Watford in the FA Cup semi-final. I got confused in my excitement. However, I failed to inform the school as soon as I discovered what I had done, hoping she wouldn't remember. I even reprinted that page in my diary. Having access to a digital printer does have its advantages, hoping that none would be the wiser. I'm sure a friend of the show and Squirrel Associate Arkwright has already been drafted in my stead. Strange as it may seem, Johnny Moped and Bernie Tormey intertwine to a certain degree. Bernie, back in the day, used to catch the band live. I even sent him the VHS video of Slimy Toad's outdoor birthday gig that was held around various Croydon landmarks. I am also embarrassed to say back in 1986, I took Bernie's strat from him 
backstage at the marquee a few minutes before he was due to walk on stage so I could run through the moped's incendiary device for him. Oh, to be young and brave. Or stupid. Um, I think I'd better play some music. First up, it is Johnny Moped with Musical Ball, which will swiftly be followed by Bernie Torme and Snake in the Garden from his latest album, Blackheart. I want you all to settle down. Really loosen up a lot. I want you to take your clothes off. Just one thing You 
you wander over to Bernie's Bandcamp site, you can pick up his entire Solarback catalogue, which at the moment has a 30% off if you purchase the whole shebang. Sticking with Vivently Rock just for a tad longer, uh, which is a magazine that I really should subscribe to, as it would save me bombing up to West Wickham, WH Smiths, only to find they haven't got it, meaning I have to go to the Beckenham branch, doffing my hat as I pass Beckenham Wreck and the three tons in the process. Now, Vivently Rock is the more punky version of classic rock. Different publishers, I know, but similar layout. In the reissue section in the latest copy, a band really caught my eye. Well, it was a full-page review, so I'd have to be blind. Or John Lydon, not to have noticed it. The band in question were Pure Hell. Four black guys that looked like they were going to Ramon's Halloween party. Brothers indeed. Pure Hell formed in Philadelphia, 1974, and up until the Vive Le Rock article, Death were the only US pre-Bad Brains black band or black punk band that I was aware of. Uh, which, reading up on Pure, uh, Pure Hill, I'm, I'm surprised that as the band supported the Sex Pistols in the States, became friendly with Johnny Thunders and lived in the Chelsea Hotel with Sid and Nancy. Thanks in part to their manager, Curtis Knight, who you may remember from cassette tapes that were sold at petrol stations during the mid to late 80s, uh, of his band that just so happened to feature a young, pre-experienced Jimi Hendrix who seemed to take up more inlay space than Curtis. Pure Hill only reduced one single, which is a cover of Nancy Sinatra's These Boots Were Made For Walking, back with their own competition, No Rules, on Curtis's own label. He did, however, arrange a tour with the UK subs, plus an album's worth of material was recorded in 1978, but never got released until 2005, which was called Noise Addiction. Uh, The aforementioned album has just been re-released with a DVD on Cherry Red Records, hence the, you know, obviously the Viva La Rock review. Uh, And an even more of a head fuck, Lemmy produced the as-yet-unreleased mid-90s album Black Box that had him singing backing vocals on a track called The Call, which you can hear on the band's Facebook page. In 2012, the band reformed to play their first gig since 1979 at the Rebellion Festival. You live and learn. You live and learn.
The Dictators, NYC, are up at the borderline on the 6th of August as part of a European tour. Last year saw the 40th anniversary of The Dictators' debut album, Go Girl Crazy, which was released with some bonus tracks, a couple of which were remixed by Andrew W.K. This is one of them in the form of Two Tub Man. Two Tub Man, take one.
we seem to be in New York City. I'm going to go over the Ramones competition of how many Ramones does it take to change a light bulb to win their We're Out of Here double coloured vinyl LP once more. As I said on last week's show, nobody got the correct answer, which Dee Dee answered at the start and the end of Sheena from the It's Alive LP. Well, cheekily, on Tuesday, long after the closing date, see terms and conditions, Derek from Ayrshire innocently emailed me asking, if no one's got it yet, is 1234 the correct answer? Derek, I admire the cut of your chip. So if you email me with I'm a winner in the subject line, I'll mail said LP off to you. I'd better get back on course with some brand spanking new material. Up first is a split LP from Gorilla and Grifter on Heavy Sick Records, which is out on the 15th. But you can pre-order it right now. Gorilla are fronted by Johnny Gorilla, whose other band is The Admiral, Sir Cloudy Shovel, that I've played here on the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show at various points over the years. Gorilla, to my shame, not so much. Even worse, I've only seen them once, and that was way back at the start of 2009 at the Boston Music Rooms when they supported OJM that featured guest bassist from the MC5, Michael Davis. Gorilla blew everyone else away. So I was surprised that Johnny's other band became the bigger first. There is, however, no getting away from the fact that The Shovel and Gorilla share some musical attributes, but... Gorilla are much more frantic. It's like listening to uh, classic era Motorhead, but instead of just Fast Eddie, Brian James has been drafted in sharing guitar duties and lead vocals. Right now, Gorilla are going to give it to us with both barrels.
never heard of Grifter before, only knowing of the uh, bicycle of the same name that was manufactured by Raleigh between 1976 and 1983. Like Gorilla, Grifter are a British three-piece, but from the southwest instead of the southeast. Musically, both bands are influenced by similar musical heritage, but Grifter lean more towards Sabbath, although on their Facebook page, the band cite Dead Kennedys. The track Good Day for Bad News from their debut self-titled album sounds like the band have borrowed the riff from Slade's rock and roll preacher. No crime in that. Mightly impressive, and I hope a joint Tourette from both bands will be forthcoming. Enough of me. Here is Grifter and Falling Asleep, which I promise you... You won't.
time. I feel bad because I've left this hanging around in my inbox for about three weeks. But I got, obviously, an email from Jeppy bassist with Swedish rockers Bellevue Compression with links to their Facebook page and Spotify account with I I hope you like what you hear and perhaps you could play a track on the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show. Well, why not? Here's another Sunday. <laughs> video vocalist Johannan sports rather a nice super shitty to the max t-shirt talking of which for record store day super shitty to the max is being released as a picture disc in a bundle that includes a slip mat the bundle has already sold out boo hoo right that's it for another week thanks again for listening on whatever platform it may be if you're in a band friends with a band or well into a band that no other podcast or radio station will touch with a barge pole, drop me a line at armitage at theparanoidschool.com with their details and like Belleville Compression. I was sitting on it for months before doing anything about it. Until next week, take it easy. (laughs) 